He obviously hasn't tried, he hasn't had that in his sights for as long as Hillary Clinton. And maybe he has a more cavalier attitude about it. But there's no, there's no universe in which it makes any sense what he did last week, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he actually, on the debate stage on Monday night, when Hillary Clinton brought up Ms. Machado at the end of the debate, to, she obviously wanted to get that hit out there. Mm-hmm. He was relatively restrained. He took on Rosie O'Donnell, but he didn't attack her, Ms. Machado, mm-hmm. the p- private citizen. He got on television the next morning and apropos of nothing decided to attack her and then attacked her for days after that and then did this crazy thing on Friday in the early pre-dawn hours, right? All of them against every the advice of everyone around him and against all common sense. You know, he's gotten himself in political trouble most acutely when he's gone after private citizens. It's something we don't see very often. There's a high tolerance with people in the electorate for politicians attacking each other. There's not that high tolerance for going after private citizens. And so why attack the Khan family? Why attack Judge Curiel? Why attack Ms. Machado, especially when you're trying to make up ground with women? We need to win female votes in order to overcome what Mark just said, which is correct. He's never been ahead in the race, not one day of the general election. And if he's going to win, he's got to attract a bunch of independent, Republican-leaning, suburban, college-educated women. Attacking a, a, another woman, calling her fat over and over again, and insinuating that she was part of a sex tape? How does that, that, that there's no or, universe in that which that advances his goals. None. He's a first time candidate. He is thin skinned to an extraordinary degree. And the polls have gotten worse for him, but they've not gotten so bad that they overcome what is the signature dynamic of the entire election cycle, which is the Trump rallies. When he goes to rallies and he sees 10,000 people and he's told there's 3,000 people who couldn't get in, all is right in the world He does for him. He doesn't, he doesn't accept any data to trump the <laughs> fact that 10,000 people are in there cheering for his bits of comedy, his bits of rhetoric, his bits of attack. And so between now and so the he's debate, intoxicated by the crowd. He's intoxicated by it and he sees it as and all, all candidates, particularly at this phase of the campaign, when they go to events and they're big crowds and they're cheering, all candidates are swayed by that. Trump has been swayed by that throughout and because he won the nomination with that data matching up with the election results, I think he still thinks he's going to do well. This is not my theory. This is a theory of some Trump supporters who say as long as the crowds are big and the polls have not collapsed, Trump will be reluctant to change. But I don't think anybody believes that around him, despite their public position that he won the first debate, I don't think anybody believes that he can do anything but win that next debate or his chances of winning go down dramatically. It's his last big chance to show that he can be something of a comeback kid. This is also just to get to the psychology of it. I mean, Trump seems to enjoy, if we look at him over the course of the time that he's been a candidate, he seems to enjoy winning being ahead in the polls. He always loves when he's ahead in the polls and he cites them all the time. Yeah, polls and ratings are his benchmark. And yeah. then there's this other thing that he seems to really enjoy, which is fighting with people. And you know, the quote that he had in the New York Times at the end of last week when he did the interview with the Times when he said, I can be, she can, I can be nastier than her, like proudly saying he could be nastier than Hillary Clinton. Again, it's just kind of a strange thing to say for someone who's aspiring to be president of the United States. I, it seems like there's some tug of war between the dopamine hits that he gets when he attacks people and he feels like he's getting the better of them <laughs> and the dopamine hits that he gets when he's ahead in the like polls. Like a runner's high, is it? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, it, seems to be that, it seems to be the case. The, the key important thing that, that Mark said at the very beginning, which is that he's further behind, he, he was clo- as close to being ahead or at least being even on the night before, the morning of the debate on last right. Monday. Right. And he's gone, he's, there's no doubt that he's further away from being president now than he was then. Maybe how far, we can't really judge. The polling is still coming in, but he knows how he's taking a step backward, if only because of this thing that's so important he's that Mark the, mentioned, which is time. Yeah. There's just not that much time left. And every, it's, we're now five weeks out. 
And he's now, because of this New York Times story and other things, he's going to spend, I think, a, I think I would predict, much of this week on defense. You think and when you're on defense, you're not marching towards your goal. Is and so the time is, the clock is running down. Uh, as political observers, is it likely we're going to look at the past week and say the week that turned the campaign? Mm, not if he wins the second debate. Uh, you and know, how does he win the second debate? Uh, I think he, he's put, dug a bigger hole from him. This, he's going to have to do even better than he, than he would have had he done well in the first debate. It starts with having a demeanor that is calm and relaxed and presidential and gracious. And he didn't pull that off in the first debate. He did a, on, uh, on a Monday, he did a, Monday morning, he did this practice session basically with some veterans where he took questions in a town hall style. And he clearly was trying out the demeanor of calm, relaxed, not, not failing to criticize Hillary Clinton, but not doing it in a Trumpian over the top way. I think if he's talks to this, it's a town hall style, if he talks to the voters in a, in a way that seems gracious and dignified. And he listens. And he listens.